0: You are tuned in to Lightworker's Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Here we go. Let's do this. Mic check. One, two, three. This episode is was just flowing out of me as I was doing the dishes earlier. <laughs> I just told JL, "I get out. I got to go record. Recording in session. Give me silence. Before I get into the astrology of March 2023 that all of us can feel, even if you don't follow astrologers on social media or study it too much, nobody can deny that they can feel these collective energies shifting. I just want to remind you guys, for literally no reason at all, no one's messaged me, there's no negative reviews, nothing. I just, again, thought of it as I was doing dishes. What is it with showers and doing chores that the best ideas come to you? (laughs) I thought, I hope my listeners know that Lightworkers Lounge is not a place to learn, I know, that sounds weird, doesn't it? Lightworkers Lounge is not a place to learn new things. I am not a teacher. I am not someone who will tell you, even though some of our episodes are titled, I'm not unaware of this, they're titled How To, right? Those are just easy ways to describe what an episode is talking about. But Lightworkers Lounge, as I nail into you at the beginning of every episode, you are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience In a spiritual world, which is my little Aquarius artistic way of saying Lightworkers Lounge is storytelling. This is a place where I will bring people on and we talk about stories that moments and experiences we've been through in our life. And there really is no Step one. Step two. Can we give advice based off of our human experiences? Of course. But I just hope you guys know that this isn't a place that you should take notes and copy and do anything that doesn't sit right with you. I know I am quite the unique person who has a very weird upbringing and life that's very different from the quote-unquote average person's I'm just sharing what those funky things look like and things I've learned along the way. But please know, as much as I love you and you love me and you're in this space with me because we've got just this remembrance and soul connection with each other that I'm right next to you in this game of life. And I love that you can look up to me or even put me on a pedestal. That's really cool, but you don't need to because I'm right next to you stumbling and learning and growing, okay? With that said, Let's jump right into this. What is going on in March? What, first of all, what happened in February? You guys listened on the last podcast episode. Poor baby J sounded just flatlined. He's okay. Thank you guys for being concerned about him. He's just, we all go through peaks and valleys in life. And a lot of times we hide out when we're in a valley, a low time in our life, and the world doesn't get to see it. But JL and I put our lives on the internet and as do many people who don't have a following or who do. We put our lives on the internet and it's fun to follow other people and tap into their lives and take a break from our own. But we we know nothing about people. I We have this house rule that you only know 7% of any celebrity gossip or people showing their lives on social media, 7% rule. That's all you know. There is 93% under the surface, like the iceberg analogy, that you don't know about someone. Unless, Honestly, unless you live with them, you still don't know. Even if you know them in your immediate presence, you still don't know the full person. And just remembering that 7% rule, you can get so much compassion for people. You cannot be triggered so much by people. It's a beautiful thing to adopt. So yeah, listen to me and do as I say. <laughs> Take it on. Take what resonates and leave what doesn't. So, what is up with March 2023? Well, we have a lot going on. and I'll dive into them a little bit because I understand astrology is like learning a second language, and it's so curious, it's curiosity so curiosity inducing, but it's also so, whoo, that was a lot. Let me process this. Pluto and Saturn are really big planets in the sky. These guys move slow yet really affect us on a generational level. Saturn changes signs every two and a half to three years and Pluto changes signs every 20 to 30 years. He is a generational placement. And before I dive into my notes here, if you don't follow us at cosmic underscore coconut Oh, wait, I think we changed it to at underscore cosmic coconut to make it more fluid. But I just released a post about the astrology of March 2023. I titled it, things must be let go in order for new to enter. So I just want to read that post because it's essentially a podcast episode. I really tapped into my heart space and my knowledge of the stars to make this. But how was February for you? Because March 2023 is set to be a month to remember And February was a final culmination. It was an ending that could have brought a lot of anger, strife, grief, pain, shock. February was not easy. Did you feel a lot of discomfort? Did you experience a lot of sudden endings or endings that you saw coming just you're never ready for? This month, February, was a final push to clear out stagnant energy to welcome a lot of new that is to come. In March, we have two major transits. Pluto, the planet of transformation, moving into Aquarius. Saturn, the planet of self-discipline, karmic lessons, moving into Pisces. So if you have Aquarius or Pisces placements, especially in your big three, your sun, moon, or rising sign, listen up. The last time, just to put this into perspective for you guys on how big this shift is, the last time Pluto changed signs was 2008. This was the year of one of the worst financial crises America has ever seen. I was 1920 at the time, and I was going to school at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Go Rebels! I went there to study hospitality management. Even though I grew up in New England, New Hampshire, I a girl out West in Las Vegas was so unheard of, but I am a Sagittarius and I thought, I wanna open a bed and breakfast in Key West and what better place to go finalize my studies in the industry than the best place in the world, or the United States, for hotels and the service industry, Las Vegas. So I went there and I loved it. I thrived. I felt so good being there. But when the 2008 crisis hit, I was starting my second semester, so excited for what's to come and all the clubs I joined, just pumped about life. I loved my classes, adored my classmates and my teachers. Gosh, it was awesome meeting people from all over the world, from the Bahamas to Singapore. It was, I just loved it. Totally fulfilled my Sagittarius son. But we got an announcement out of the blue that all out-of-state students, which that was me, Our tuition was going up to fifty-three thousand dollars. And I just went, oh, and I stumbled my way to class. And I thought, I can't, I can't do this. Of course, the loan sharks will say, take out a student loan, you can afford it. But I just knew, like, oh, that is not a good idea to get six-figure debt. No, thank you. And so you had the choice to either leave immediately, and so you wouldn't have to pay for a full. $53,000 $53,000 for that semester, or stay and pay. And I left. I packed up all of my things, and I cried saying bye to my friends. And when I left, that was the moment I started to see repeating numbers. I remember getting on the plane in the morning, and when I went to turn my phone off for the flight, it was eleven eleven. And, you know, of course I've seen that on the oven or the microwave plenty of times in my life, but it never hit. It never hit. You guys know what I'm talking about? That feeling when you see an animal or a hawk or a deer walking in front of your car. Or when you see the 222 or 333 and you're like, oh, yeah, that, that's it. That's something else that I can't explain. That was that moment. And that's when my journey began. <sighs> How cool is that? I'm sorry. I'm having realizations with you guys. But that was the last time Pluto changed signs was 2008. So think back to that year. What happened for you? What was life like for you? I was on the trajectory to graduating from the top hospitality school and, to me, fulfilling my dreams. But instead, I moved back home, took a semester off, and really looked in the mirror and said, what do I really want? Now that what I thought I wanted was ripped out from underneath of me, what do I do? And... 30 days later, I met the man that would soon be my husband and ex-husband, taking me on a whole new path of definitely learning Plutonian lessons. Gosh, I'm having my own therapy session with you guys. Thank you for listening and following along. Now, the last time Saturn changed signs was March 2020. Guys and this is for everybody, not just the United States. What happened? And March 2020, COVID pandemic shut the world down. We really had to look at things differently. Aquarius, we had to rally together as a community. Aquarius, the a life that we never thought we'd see, like waiting to go in a grocery store and counting how many people are in there and wearing masks so we can't see facial expressions and smiles. Who would have thought that a little virus could take down an entire globe? Hi, Saturn and Aquarius. This is what it means. Now, when I say these things, I do know I have some very sensitive, empathic souls listening, and I don't say these things to scare you. So please don't be fearful. I say these things to show and reiterate change. Change is not scary. Let me ask you this. Are you afraid of your dreams? Really think about it. Are you afraid of your dreams? Like a lot of people want to be famous on the internet. They want to have followers because that could equate to working for yourself, and that's awesome, but are you afraid to truly show up? Are you afraid of what happens on the days your followers turn against you and cancel you? Are you afraid of those things, or do you feel like you're ready to handle them when they come? This is the energy of change. I'll give you another example. Last week, sadly, my mom had to put one of her cats down. And at the age of 61, she has never had to put an animal down through euthanasia. I had to do this by myself when I was 28 years old. This was the entry into my Saturn return. Woohoo! And so she leaned on me for advice and for comfort because I've been through it. And she knew that. And I walked her through it. And while I absolutely dread the day I have to put my pug down to rest... God forbid it happens any other way than that peaceful way of euthanasia. I, I'm not afraid of it. I'm not deathly afraid of it because I know the process and I know what happens and I know how beautiful it can be. And I also know that when that day comes, I will be an absolute wreck and pieces and shambles. But I also know with a sliver of my heart that I will be okay and the grief will never go away. I just learn to live with it. I learned to wear it as a badge of honor to hold other people in their grief because we all experience joy, grief, sadness, pain, right? Love, love. We all experience that one. And so this is big energy of change. Have no fear of the unexpected, of the unseen. Know that 2008 made you resilient no matter what you went through. Know that March 2020 and the whole COVID pandemic that just changed our lives and how we see the world forever. It made you stronger, right? The universe doesn't torture you. Astrology and the stars, they're not here to torture you. They work upon each other. We just went through Saturn and Aquarius, which made us more tight-knit as a community, which made us expect the unexpected and roll with the punches of that. And now we are ready and prepared for this next phase of Saturn and Pisces. Does that make sense? Pluto moving into Aquarius ushers in an era of mass changes, giving power back to humanity and out of the hands of only a select few. This should be a welcome change, an exciting change. Look to the area of your chart that Aquarius rules. Mm -hmm. I'll use myself. Aquarius rules my 10th house of career, public reputation, my energy towards masculinity, men. When Pluto transits that house, expect major changes in your career. We'll just say that as a blanket statement. I love that because while I absolutely love my career, And I have been taking risks and betting on myself and showing up when I'm tired, but I know I need to. That is all going to be beautifully rewarded when Pluto transits through the 10th house. I'm excited because how my career is right now is lovely, but I'm more than ready for it to change. Could it, now that I'm armed with the knowledge of, hey, Steph, don't fuck up on social media, don't say things you don't mean, be very cognizant of how your career goes and which way you really wanna take it, absolutely. For example, I I really wanna be a novelist. I feel like I'll be great at it, but I haven't done it. I've been wishy-washy of, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't think I can write. My thoughts are all over the place, but now I feel this power of saying, hey, everyone around me, I'm setting a boundary. I'm going to take myself on a writer's retreat and ignore the cost, ignore the time away from my loved ones. I need to do this for myself and my career, for the people I'll impact with this project. Ready or not, here I go. That's big Pluto energy. So look to the area of your chart, what house, what area of life that Aquarius rules for you, and that is where you may go through a little growing pains to step into your power. This is the area of life that you are about to master and be the alchemist of. That's exciting. Saturn moving into Pisces may come with moments of realizing things and people we have put so much of our worth, our education, our power in, are not what we thought. Now, Pisces rules spirituality. And this is why we've been talking a lot about who are you taking advice from on the internet? Who are you taking spiritual advice from? Are they s- who they say they are? What is their background? Ask and check and research for their credentials. Because taking spiritual advice is a really, really intimate thing. Don't you want to know who and what you're taking advice from? Pisces rules spirituality, which is why we keep bringing that area of life up as, hey guys, be really cognizant of who you're taking advice from because they could be guiding you down a path you don't really truly want to be on. That is Saturn and Pisces. The arts, movies, film, Netflix, these are all things that are gonna be coming under a magnifying glass of have you been working? Have you applied self-discipline? Have you been showing up as you should be? But most importantly, Saturn and Pisces is boundaries. I have a whole episode on this. If you wanna go back in the archives from a few weeks ago, Saturn and Pisces, what does it mean? What does it mean for you If you want to dive deep into it, go check that episode out. But look to the area of your chart that Saturn, I mean, excuse me, that Pisces rules. This is the area of life where the rose-colored lenses are being ripped off. And it's time you look around at the truth of it all. This isn't going to magically happen on the morning of March 7th when Saturn moves into Pisces. In truth, you've already been feeling it. And I imagine if you could look at your chart right now and see, oh, Pisces rules, my seventh house of romance and relationships. Yeah, I have been seeing where, where I fall in love with red flags instead of setting boundaries and saying, this is not for me. Falling in love and romanticizing the idea of this person rather than seeing them for who they actually are, which is not someone I want to spend my life with. That is Saturn and Pisces energy. So on March 7th, Saturn will bid farewell to Aquarius. If you have Saturn and Aquarius in your chart, congratulations. You have just graduated. Enjoy your summer break. But remember, the school bell of life will ring again, and you will be tested to see if you can apply what you've learned to this next transit right? So if you just graduated, my Saturn Aquarius people, good job. Now with Saturn and Pisces, what did you learn? Are you going to apply everything that you learned to this next transit? Because if you don't, if you slack off, you will get detention, so to speak. So don't slip, don't sleep on it yet. Normally I find once Saturn moves through the sign after yours, that's when it's like, I can breathe. So 36, 34 to 36 is really when you can go, ha, okay, I think I got this. For those with Saturn in Pisces, go listen to that episode I mentioned, but you have just stepped into the principal's office for your final exam, your initiation into senior, into adulthood. Do not fear this, because if you pass, you will be greatly rewarded during this time with glimmers of your heart's desires coming true. You've prepared for this for almost 30 years, my Saturn and Pisces people. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. And let me not forget about my people who are going through their second Saturn return. This is your initiation into elderhood, into being wise, the sage, really applying the wisdom from the last 55 years into life now. Mm. On March 7th, when Saturn moves into Pisces, we will all be feeling the urge to find deeper meaning in our lives. It will feel like removing a lens and putting a new one on. You may find the sudden urge to break free from any relationship or situation that has run its course. Your soul knows. Trust it another feeling that could arise is taking stock of what social media accounts you follow and doing a clean sweep, unfollowing those accounts that don't let you up and following those that are aligned with the new you or the soul you wish to become. Now on March 23rd, Pluto will move into Aquarius. I remember when we signed our lease over in Pagosa Springs, I saw that it ended 32323. And as soon as I saw that ink on paper of those numbers together, it was like a gush of wind went whoosh and just went up my face and blew my hair back. And I was like, I looked at JL and I said, there's something about this date. And now this was early last year, so I hadn't looked into 2023 astrology because 2022 was still brand new. But I was like, there's something about that date. And so late last year when we started to study the transits of 2023, I thought, wow, that date keeps popping up. It's so big. And now I know it's Pluto moving into Aquarius. This is a massive generational shift. Pluto is going to be an Aquarius for 20-something years. Look to the area of your chart that Aquarius rules and expect generational patterns to break here. You may see yourself finally flourishing and fully stepping into your power in this area of life should you choose to accept the pain that may come with the change and sacrifice required to reach it. Collectively, we can start to see events where the people take back the power, where we finally find our tribe, our community, and realize the importance of open-minded community, both online and in person. You become who you spend the most time with. Remember this. Now, the last transit I think we should all take note of will happen on March 12th, 2023. This will be Jupiter conjunct, sitting on top of Chiron. Jupiter is the planet of blessings, abundance, and where we may overdo it. He is the biggest planet, after all. He's the largest, so he magnifies anything he touches. Chiron, the wounded healer, represents a scar in our chart that we can choose to hide from the world or share the story of how we got it with pride and help others confidently show their scars too. In order to heal the wound, it must be magnified. This can be painful, but what comes from it is the blessing of permanent relief. When Jupiter and Chiron meet in the sky, in Aries nonetheless, this could be a major stepping stone to finally turning our poison into medicine, to no longer letting our wounds decide our identity. You may have already been feeling your Chiron activated, especially in the last two weeks, as if the scab was torn off and all the work you've done has gone to waste. But let me tell you, it hasn't. It has not. Look at it tend to your wound gently. Do small things that bring you back to center while this transit is overhead. This moment could make you a great teacher or be a perfect time for you to find a mentor. After this, your wound may not affect you so deeply. And so you can gain forward momentum towards everything that once scared you. Do you guys see how all these transits are working together? right? Jupiter giving a kiss to Chiron is let's heal this wound because we need this person fully rooted and confident in themselves and their authenticity for the Pluto and Aquarius, for the Saturn and Pisces. It's a pivotal time right now, my fellow astrology lovers. So what do you do now that you're armed with this forecast? You live, you enjoy You don't nervously check your phone to read the daily horoscope. You simply just live. Follow the things that feel good, that make you feel calm. Not the things that give you butterflies. Not the things that make your heart race. The things that make you breathe in through your nose. And out through your mouth. Change is good change is fun. Change is necessary. If you're afraid, ask yourself, am I thriving right now? If the answer isn't an immediate yes, then this transit, all of these transits should be welcomed energy for you. We're in this together. I look forward to growing a new earth with you. Love, Steph. That's what I wrote on Instagram. Not bad, huh? So there is the summary of March 2023 astrology. We're getting a huge shift in healing our Chiron. Taking leadership, taking ownership of where our Chiron has steered us wrong, but now taking ownership of, hey, my Chiron, the wound is where the light comes in. Chiron is something I pull into purpose-based readings to help people discover their purpose, their divine destiny in this lifetime jupiter giving a kiss to that blessings in abundance says ooh, now this wound doesn't run the show now their heart and their gut does it's awesome not only those transits but let's talk about the basic the regular ones because they feed into these really big shifts it's so cool you guys so cool the full moon in virgo arrives on march 7th what do full moons tell us to do guys Let go. When it's in the sign of Virgo, the perfectionist, the planner, the organizer, a full moon in Virgo on March 7th tells us, let go of the plan. Let go of what you thought you wanted so what's made for you can arrive. And then there's a new moon in Aries later on in the month at zero degrees. I didn't write the date down, but I'm pretty sure it's March 21st. Look it up though. The new moon in Aries arrives at zero degrees. Why is this so important? This is called a critical degree. Each sign, each constellation is zero to 29 degrees. When we see placements at zero or 29, we know they are critical. They are big. They are important. Zero being, woo. this is brand new. 29 being the final squeeze before the brand new. So when a new moon ushering in new energy, a new chapter is at zero degrees, the degree of a new moon of new energy, whoa. And to further blow your mind, Aries is the number one, the first sign of the Zodiac, the youngest one, the baby of the Zodiac. These people, that's why they have endless energy. They are brand new souls. That's a lot of new, new, new. Let's do this. Oh, I get truth bumps just thinking about what could come up for me. And I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it to be a miracle that arrives in my lap. And I'm also ready if it comes with any pain and endings to roll with it and know fully that I'll look back at this and be glad it happened. Will you join me in that? We got each other. We can lean on each other. We can celebrate with each other. Aries season as a whole is an astrological new year, right? Aries season ushers in spring for us in the Northern hemisphere. We all feel alive and new. For those of you in the Southern hemisphere, it begins fall. It begins time of coming together as a community to get ready and prepare for the winter season. It's beautiful. And finally, Mars. Do you guys remember talking about Mars in retrograde? In Gemini, Mars normally spends about six to eight weeks in a sign. Mars has been sitting on his ass in Gemini for eight months. This is energy. Mars represents our drive, our action, taking forward momentum towards projects. And the energy of that planet has felt like an in-law who's been staying with you for a little too long and at first you were accepting and then you got annoyed and then you reach a breaking point where you need to go tell them, hey, you have worn your welcome, get out now. (laughs) You got two hours, get your stuff, I'll open the door, see ya. That's where we're at with Mars where, gosh, and we started to feel this push and pull back in December but now we're at a breaking point. Like I was using my example of writing a novel with you. I'm saying, bucket I no longer can talk myself out of writing it it's happening and I know coming up with Mars moving into the sign of Cancer let us not forget you guys cancers are the number one sign of successful multi billion billionaires why because when their heart is attached to what they're creating and doing You can't fuck with them. You can't move them because their emotions are the deepest. So these make some of the best actors and actresses, some of the best entrepreneurs when they are fully in their purpose and their heart space. So when Mars moves into Cancer later this month, it's a breath of fresh air. Cancer's a water sign. It will be like taking a shower after five long days of sweating in the desert. It's gonna feel so good. And we're going to get out of the shower and we're going to clean and wipe ourselves off and dry off and say, let's do this. I'm ready to go. Oh, this has been long overdue. Let's fucking go. That's March, 2023 in a nutshell. If you guys are curious about where all of these transits will land in your personal chart, if you're still feeling a little nervous or anxious about it, don't, you don't have to sit alone with this. Come see me. I would suggest the advanced reading so we can go over a lot of your personal planets to understand you and your blueprint and then bring in the transits to see how they're affecting you individually. But if you need someone, an astrologer, to professionally guide you through what area of life and if it's squaring one or sextile another planet, what's going on for you right now? do reach out lightworkers-lounge.com use code gratitude for a podcast listeners discount i'm here for you you don't have to go at it alone i love doing this stuff i welcome change i got a scorpio moon let's do it i will gently walk you through it and show you the best ways to seek respite and relief during any low moments of this multiple peaks and valleys transits of march that we will have I love you guys. Thank you for being a part of this community. Thank you for listening to my stories, my tales of having a human experience in an astrology-ruled world. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.